Ready? Mm-hmm. Welcome back to another episode of Unscripted Exchanges. You can see that Cole is not in the studio, but he is here remotely dialing in from, I believe, somewhere down south. Cole, where the heck are you and how you doing, man? Dallas. Dallas, baby. Good old Texas. Everything's Everything, bigger in Texas. Wait a second. I got to show my, uh, I gotta show my our, our crazy fans. I brought my boots. Oh, I, I had to bring the I had to bring the shit kickers. I wore them on the plane just so I fit in coming into Texas. <laughs> How does one clean those shit kickers? Do you ha- do you clean them I've yourself or do you take them somewhere? Fucking disgusting, honestly. Okay. I literally wear these. I wear these with a stable. I wear them every time I work, do any any work outside, and I've had these for probably they're fantastic. I've had them for like ten years, ten eleven years now. Those boots were made for walking. Dude, they're made for they're made for walk. They're made for Texas. I think that's a song from uh, is that Shrek? I don't no, know. Uh, no, I mean it's uh, probably an older song, but I remember it being in Shrek. The These boots are made for walking. Yeah, that's just what Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. One of these days, these boots. You gotta tell go. you gotta tell me and uh, anyone else that's listening. What are you doing in Dallas? You you moving? You buying real estate? What's going on? You leaving me? Oh, dude, making making money moves. Um, I've got a client down here. Ah. So I've got a project we did. Uh, it's my first project with them. They're huge company, mm. and so I uh, hired. I I found a a national uh, partner for doing projects like this installs. And I uh, flew down just to make sure that everything went smoothly, that they knew what they were doing. It's the first time I've used them. So I just want to make sure I was here to answer any questions uh, and then spend time with my customer, you know. Okay. Bond, I guess we call it bond and build, build, build rapport, you know, that sort of thing. So it's not bad. When I flew in on Tuesday, it was like 85 degrees. So I'm like, dude, this is like going to the sunny weather. Yeah, yeah it's beautiful, man. Yeah. <laughs> Can't beat that weather. Do you uh, do you get nervous at all when you're traveling? Whether it's getting on a plane or just getting prepared for working with your your client or anything like that? Uh, no. Yeah. No. I mean, I uh, this was. It's funny because like, funny. I don't know if the right word. Funny. Maybe it is. So I've never. I've done, I mean, several projects like this, but never coordinated the whole install process myself. Yeah. So I managed, I outsourced, um, well, we initially bid on it and like we were planning on using our, our in-house personnel Hmm. and I'm like, I won't win the business. And like, this was the first opportunity I got with them. I met them down at, I met, uh, this, this company down at the show I did in September, uh, down here in Dallas. So I had met them and I'm like, they gave me an opportunity. I'm like, if I, if I go in with the, this install price, I won't win it. So I found a partner to do it with, but I've never, I mean, this is a first for me. Like I've managed getting crews together. I've gone out on some installs for some new products, my clients, but I've never come by myself with no outside help. Like, I mean, this is the first time and just with these, this partnership I had, um, and the funniest thing about it was, or the most unique thing about it was, is like I was like more confident knowing I was running the whole thing mm. than I have been going in when other people are running it. If that is, and I've never done it, never done it, but I'm just like, it's kind of like that glass half full, you know, 
optim you know optimistically to a fault right positive to a fault almost where i'm like it'll be fine everyone was like hey let us know if you need anything i'm like great don't worry about it it's gonna be fantastic you know i'm not, I'm not concerned and i think it's just that i think it's that um willingness i have to do whatever it takes to make it go well that makes me not worry i'm like hey there's there's nothing that's gonna happen that is gonna is gonna result in this customer not being happy with what we built and what we did. So if you know that you're willing to do whatever it takes to do that, then what's there to be stressed about? Right. I mean, I, we've talked about this time and time again. You definitely are uh, a confident person, and you've got the right attitude and mindset. And you know that goes so far. Like if you have the right attitude and mindset, no matter what you're doing, that's gonna definitely help the situation. And I think any type, I'm kind of self uh, maybe analyzing here, but any type of doubt that might creep into Cole's mind, I think you kind of squash that pretty quickly by leading just through action. Like you kind of just go out and you find a way, as you said, you know, you're not going to worry too much about, you know, yeah, something could happen, but let's focus on what we can do. Right. And when things do get a little bit challenging or tough, you kind of see that as an opportunity and you find a way forward, which is a fascinating mindset to, to possess. And I think a lot of our listeners can kind of take that uh, and implement it in their lives as well. Well, I think, I think too, Hayden, it was funny because I took his name's Jim. Shout out, Jim. If you're listening, love you. Awesome time down here. Uh, I took Jim out to dinner. Oh, well, we went out to dinner. Yeah. Um, Tuesday night when I got here and we we're talking, he's like, I hope it goes well. It's our first one. I said, it'll go great. And he's like, He's like, don't jinx it. And I was like, it'll go, it'll go fantastic. I'm not worried about it. He goes, well, you never know. I said, no, I know. He's like, well, kind of looking at me funny. And I'm just like, I should elaborate a bit more. If anything goes wrong during this process, before you know it's bad, I'll have already fixed it. Mm. So in your eyes, it's going to go great because there's no way on God's green earth that I'm going to walk out of here without having this done right. Yeah. And he looks at me, he's like, all right, you're bluffing a little bit. And then the day comes around and he's like, that's how I was going. I'm like, I told you to go great. I said, you know, we had a little bit, of, we had a little issue. I mean, we had a few things like leveling some stuff and they had some issues like moving some things around. But, you know, I kind of like, and I think you're right to lean it. Like, I have a lean into it, which is, a, I think, a, a habit or a mindset that a lot of people could, could adopt um, without a whole lot of effort. It's just, you know, lean into a problem versus running away from it, lean into a challenge, right? So it's all fine and dandy to check the boxes off and worry and, and be all prepared. But sometimes, man, you just got to dive in the deep end and figure out how to swim. Otherwise, you're going to hit the ground. You got most it. Of the time, most of the time, we'll surprise ourselves by actually keeping our head above water. Like fight or flight, you jump in, you're either going to sink or you're going to swim. A lot of the times that's when you build character by facing the adversity. So yeah, I mean, I could use this as an analogy. Like I definitely was coming down here telling Amanda, like, this is gonna be awesome. Like, this is cool. I've never done, I have never, Hayden, this is when you met me, I didn't know anything about even like fixing, like doing little things around my house, like, you know, like all this stuff. And I have to go down here and like for a, a potentially massive customer, who's also I'm good friends with so basically like do this for the first time I've done it. 
and I hope he's listening because he's going to be probably more impressed than the first time I've gone and done this. But it's the first time I've managed, I've managed the whole process by myself, and it's going really well, knock on wood. Um, and we'll wrap it up. Or we'll wrap the project up early tomorrow. That's awesome. I, I mean, I think you got to go through it to get to it, to, to simplify things. And to your point, there's challenges that we all encounter in life and you can either run from them or you can accept them. You know, that choice is, is yours and kind of what we're describing here. You are one that likes to roll up your sleeves and say challenge accepted. Um, I, I definitely don't think you, you balk at, you know, something being too, uh, scary or big. I mean, I've heard you even talk about previous clients that you've worked with and we don't need to get into to those details, but you are willing to figure a way out or figure a way through it, which is such a fascinating mindset. I know we keep hitting home on that, but it is extremely important in today's day and age where a lot of people do give up pretty quickly, you know, like, oh, well, this is going to be too, I, I don't know where to begin. You know what? That's all right to recognize in the moment. You don't know where to begin, but the next thing that you can do <laughs> is start taking some action and figuring out how do I get moving? How do I create some momentum? And that's going to look very different for each person because it's all very situational, but don't, don't get uh, caught up in analysis paralysis where you're you're so overwhelmed you don't know what your next move is. Like the next best thing that you can do is take action, do something. Now it might not go according to plan or it might not be so smooth, but you got to just keep moving and you'll kind of learn as you go. The other thing that I would call out too, because I, I don't want anyone to think. Now I'm sure this happens. It, it all happens. I'll say for for all of us from time to time is you're not necessarily winging anything either. There is a part of you know your preparation where you're going in doing research, you know, talking with additional uh, individuals to kind of help uh, support uh, your clients in these projects. But again, you're not going to know every single question or thing that pops up. But what you thrive at doing is when those unknowns or those you know pain points, challenges, whatever you want to categorize them as when those do pop up, you're like, I'm ready to go. I'm going to find, I'm going to find a solution for you, which is extremely exciting. And that's, that's a winner's mindset. And I think anyone listening can take that and adopt that. And you'll end up being, you'll, you'll be building character to, to one of your points that you made a few minutes back is that that's character building at the end of the day. Well, I, I like your call out to Hayden. Cause like, sometimes I get, it, it sounds like, yeah, like you said, wing it. And, and the thing is, is like, yeah, it was the first. It was the first time doing it. First, you know, first time being fully in charge of it. But like, I think, I think what I what I miss talking about when I bring that up was like the preparation that led up to it. So yeah, it was my first time. But you know, I went, I went under our facility. I walked down and I checked out every single thing we built, everything that was going in. I went through all the instructions. I talked to our production guys. I talked to our engineering. I got, I, I sent them texts. You know, last night I called. Uh, Brett, who's been a huge mentor of mine, um, and said, Hey, you know, what, how would you attack this? Like, what would you, what would your approach be? Right. Well, how would you go about, you know, and kind of walk that through? And like some of the stuff is stuff I'd already kind of thought of, but just reaffirm for me, like, Hey, I, I'm on the right track. And then I went in, uh, you know, an hour early this morning and got there ahead of my, the crew that I had coming in and build everything and install. And started cutting off plastic, started making sure everything was right. I knew the path of entry they could take. I knew where everything was going. I had my wherewithal so that I was prepared to answer questions they might have. And I was learning as I was going, right? These are things that 
I'm learning. I'm continuing to learn. So no, it wasn't like a wing it. It was, I was prepared as I could be for the first time for anything. And the, and the interesting thing too, and Hayden, I think you can attest to this. Maybe you have a, a cool story to share. The cool thing is like, now that's not my first time anymore. So I've been through the first time doing it. Like, and I've gotten through that. So now I have experience, mm. right? I have experience doing it now, but like anything you, anything, anything you do in life, it's, there's always a first. Yep. There's a first time you did something. Yep. And it's like, once you just get over the hump of doing it one time, then you've got, and I'm sure there's been Hayden, you could probably, like I said, you might, maybe you want to share a story or not. There's probably been a fir- the first time you went for a long run, right? After you got that on your way, okay, I can do this. Right. Maybe I need to maybe I need to train a little more. Maybe I need to eat a healthier meal. You know, maybe the first time you you led a meeting at work, right? That you had a group and the first time you got to say, Hey, here's what we're doing. You were probably nervous. You probably were like not sure, like, okay, I'm getting my kind of trying to figure out which way I should go, how to organize it. But you did it. And now you have it. Now it's now the next time you do it, you haven't done it's not your first time doing it, right? So if you look at it that way. Of like, oh, I just have to get this first out of the way. Like, just get this first time done. And then the second time I do it, like, it's not, I'm not a rookie anymore. That's kind of the way I look at it. Yeah, no, I totally agree with all that. And I, I love the energy uh, that you're sharing there. I, I think, you know, you let your experiences build up and that becomes your record or your uh, it's what allows you to maybe crush or silence any of that self-doubt. I mean, let's be honest here. You and I are very transparent people. We're not going to say that we're, we're perfect with what we do. We've always, you know, mentioned that and we share our honest thoughts, but when you do start to lead through, you know, experience or action, you are immersing yourselves in these challenges, or you can frame them up as opportunities. The more that you start to create quote unquote, data points or yeah, you've gone through it. You can look back and be like, Hey, it was my first time, but I'm only going to get better. Like I get to take on another challenge or experience that may or may not be somewhat similar, but I've at least done this once and then twice and then so on and so forth. And you're always fine tuning and tweaking where you can get better and optimizing, you know, your ways of working, how you're partnering with clients or just other team members, et cetera, um, which is extremely fascinating. Dude, just adding the more times you get out there and try something new too, it's like, Dude, the more the more the more you can draw, like what I like to do is draw correlations between like different things, right? Like yeah. I tried this, and like by doing this, like if you break it down, now I'm like way better at project management. Yeah, like now I understand how to like see a a, a project beginning to end and everything that goes into it. So now not only have I added that piece to my tool belt. But I also know like what goes on behind the scenes. I know what some of my coworkers are working on. I know what other people in the industry are doing. So I can be, I can be much more uh, empathetic with what they have going on. Mm-hmm. I can relate better, and I can see the whole picture. Right? Instead of looking at one piece of the puzzle, you're starting to put puzzle pieces together. You know? I don't know. Yeah, yeah no. I'm pretty hyped up today. It was a good day. <laughs> I, was, I mean, I'm down in Texas. You know, I uh. Plan to go. I'm planning to go visit a, a horse rescue tomorrow after oh, we finish yeah. up. So heck yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. You'll have to tell me more about that off- offline. I think. Why one- did they brought my cowboy boots? <laughs> hey, good point. Uh, 
I think one other thing that kind of parlays into everything that we're discussing here is when you embark down this journey of maybe starting something for the first time or whether it's, you know, the X number of time, you got to be willing to think creatively. And I think you and I are really starting to double down when it comes to being creative with unscripted exchanges. And we're going to continue to evolve um, in terms of what creativeness actually looks like. But I don't know if you have any thoughts or maybe just personal stories that you would like to share around the power of creativity. I mean, creativity is so relative and subjective, which is a beautiful thing. But I think that if you can truly harness your creativity as a person, whether that's just personal hobbies or professional um, experience, that's going to set you apart and allow you to create real world value. So I don't know if you have anything that you would, you know, maybe piggyback onto or share around just creativity. And I know that's a very uh, broad topic there, but I do think, again, when you immerse yourself in new opportunities, you have to be willing to be creative as you roll up your sleeves. So I want to just, I want to start off with this. I want to get your feedback on this first. I think, you know, we're talking about creativity. Yeah. And one of the things that drives me absolutely bonkers and not in a, not in a sense that negative drive me crazy in a sense that, it makes me want to pull my hair out because it's a cop out mm-hmm. and I'm calling everybody out that says this. We all have the ability to be creative. Mm. We all have the ability to use our imaginations mm-hmm. and to think about things differently and to approach a problem from a different, every person on this planet, because we all are unique in our own ways. So to say, Oh, well, I'm just not creative. It's a cop out. And it's also a, ne- a, a kind of negative self-talk that a lot of us, I've heard this so many times and I'm I'm generalizing here, Hayden, but it upsets me. And I've caught myself saying it, well, I'm just not that creative with that stuff. And I looked up the definition of creativity just to make this point. Creativity is the ability to make or otherwise bring into existence something different through the use of your imagination. Mm. Is that defined from uh, Webster's Dictionary? What's your source there? Creativity is about using your imagination. Every person on this planet has the ability to use their imagination. So everybody in this planet has the ability to be creative. Creativity does not mean to me, oh, you can draw a really nice piece of artwork or create, or you can design a really cool product or... You know, a lot of us like to put creativity in this bubble of like physically designing something or painting something. Mm-hmm. And creativity can mean, from my perspective, coming up with a different way to address a problem or coming up with a, a different way to buy a car or coming up with a, a different way to keep your lawn looking nice. Whatever it is, creativity just means approaching it in a way that's novel to you or approaching something differently. Um, and you know, I, I also urge people to not be afraid of, of, you know, I think as we get older and I've, I've struggled with this a lot and I've gotten better about it. And I think you Hayden have inspired me to like, you've said it like, dude, don't let me, don't let me like, sometimes you've caught yourself like, Hey, don't, don't take me shooting your ideas down and like 
keeping that. I keep throwing the ideas out there. Yeah. You've said that to me. And what I've learned is that, you know, not every idea or creative thought you have is going to be great, but sharing those is powerful. Hmm. So I'll give the example. And then I, I want to hear your kind of your reaction to what I just said about creativity. My example really quick. And it's just a recent one is, you know, my, you know, where I'm, the work I'm doing down here, when I first met the team that I'm working with, they uh, came up to me and said, you know, Hey, so, so you know, you saw our, our showroom, you know, what'd you, th- what do you think? Uh, what would you, you know, I said, Oh, it looks great. Fantastic. But there are some things I would do differently. And they said, well, what would you do differently? And I said, I, you know, so I, I went on a rant. I'm talking like five minutes straight of everything I do differently. Things I just thought of in my mind that might may or may not work. And, you know, and they actually sent more team members over to hear more of my ideas. None of those ideas have come to fruition. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they were, any of them were good ideas. But my point was that I was willing to share those ideas, was able to not only show that I – you know, I am willing, you know, I'm willing to be open and vulnerable, yep. but also I'm willing to interact on a deeper level. Like I'm, I'm willing to show you how my brain works versus just sit here and say, oh, I can't think of anything. So that has led me to this opportunity I've got now. And I think it's going to continue to open doors. And one of the things that I'm manifesting and I'm saying I'm going to practice um, and you can hold me to it is sharing my ideas whether i think they're good or bad whether i think they're worth anything you know ideas are are free right i mean you can come with as many as you want yep so the trick is understanding which ideas are good enough to act on that's the challenging part right it's all about managing your energy at the end of the day when it comes to your creativeness to your point which which projects or passions do you pursue? You know, anyone can get in their head thinking, oh, I don't know if I'm creative or is this going to be creative enough? I mean, hell, look at our creative shorts, for example. There's times where you and I, we've talked about this, you know, plenty of times where, oh, I don't know if this is going to be, you know, a good little clip or short. We put it out there and we get thousands of likes and, you know, interactions. And then there's times- Hold on, before you continue. Yeah. What did I text you? You can call it out. What did I what did I say? I sent you the text the other day. I don't know. You'll have to refresh me. We talk about a lot. Okay. Well, I remember when you're mentioning, you know, we talk about our content. I remember texting you. And I said, dude, I'm like, I'm I'm freezing. I'm like super self-conscious. Yeah. Like I don't I, I think like, I, I think I gave you just some coaching or I don't know if I call him coaching, but I just said, I, you know, you got to believe in yourself. I, you're creative. Don't let me tell you what is and isn't creative. Like just, just let it rip literally. something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you posted something then and it ended up blowing up in our eyes, which is great. And then there's times where, you know, you or I might post something saying like, Hey, like I really feel good about this. I like the message that we're crafting and putting into this and then it flops right <laughs> that's where it just it's also subjective and relative and again it's a vanity metric for for a lot of us when we you know we're looking sheerly based on oh how many views or subscribers do we have i mean there is some aspect in kind of tracking and monitoring that but again creativity can be very subjective or, or relative i think the one thing that oh, go, ahead. Yeah, go ahead i was gonna ask you a question 
a follow-up question after you say that about creativity. Keep going. No, no, you, you, you can ask it first. My- well, my question to you is, you know, how, how do you, and cause I, I feel like there's a lot of different books or practices out there that are all about like boost bolstering your creativity. Like how do you really get into that, that flow? Cause like, I know from working with you long enough, dude, like, I see when you get in a flow, like I know you're in a flow. Like I don't even, I, I just know. Cause I'm like, I'm starting to get like text after text after screenshots. At, all of a sudden I get a video with like the world, like zooming in and like unscripted exchanges. Like, so I, I know when you get like a flow of your creative juices, like, what do you, do you do anything that like, you know, our listeners can, can try or like anything that like helps you get to that state of mind. Yeah, I think that's a phenomenal question. I don't I don't know if I've really ever thought too deeply about it, but maybe some of the things that I excuse me, prime myself before getting into that quote unquote state of flow is probably some supplements that I take. I mean, I'm not basing it solely on that and I'm not trying to push any supplements to anyone that's listening. Oh, you got to go do X, Y, and Z or put this into your body. I mean, it may or may not have an impact on me. I like to think it might. There's that. And then I'm very intentional with my time. And you and I have talked about this. Like, obviously we have the podcast studio here. Like when I come into this room, this space and this time is defined for a certain reason or at certain intentions. So, you know, when we're not filming, there's a lot of times hours spent where I'm just jotting down ideas, like random bits, thoughts. I'm, I'm taking notes. Like I'm just letting my thoughts just completely fall out of my mind. Cause a lot of us do not a lot of us. We all have just fleeting thoughts and like, it's healthy to be writing down those thoughts. And then when you start to look back on some of those thoughts, you know, Oh, you know what? Maybe this isn't something worth pursuing, but you know what? Actually this idea this seems very interesting. Let's pursue this. Let's craft something pretty creative here and push this out to the world. And then again, whether or not there's mass adoption, that's, you know, up for what happens when you push upload. <laughs> um, right, right. I, I think creativity, and I'm kind of already jumping away from, from your question there, but just to, to put a bow on that, you know, what do I do? Again, probably... To repeat myself, one, some of the supplements I think kind of help with my thought process and thinking. I mean, I can maybe share, not maybe, if you want, I can share some of the stuff that I'm currently taking. I'm always dabbling yeah. around. Yeah, um, you bring it up. Shit, dude. This is our own damn podcast. It, it's not like I can't uh, share what I, I'm taking. I mean, right now I'm taking. Um, and I used to have a different stance. This is just me being uneducated. I'm sure there's people out there that would say, well, I, I, I don't uh, agree with you know the, the science out there, but I think there's a lot of good studies. But actually creatine can actually boost your creativity um, or your creativeness. Um, and maybe there's a more scientific way of you know describing that, but it can help with uh, brain function and performance there. Um, I am taking like B12, like vitamin, um, which helps with energy. Um, I'm trying to think of some other supplements that I've been dabbling around with. Again, I'm not saying to anyone listening that you have to do this, but again, maybe do some of your own research and kind of understand, okay, there's all these options with supplements. Maybe you consult with a, a doctor 
or maybe you decide you're going to just do kind of <laughs> some of your own testing yourself and you start to track how, you know, your performance might be. So that's kind of that lens when it comes to like supplements. And then again, be very intentional with your time. You know, even if it's starting with five minutes a day, be like, I have five minutes where I want to be quote unquote creative. What does that mean? Maybe it's just taking time to put pen to paper and writing out your thoughts. And then you can go back and refine those thoughts and package them up and present more of a digestible story that's gonna be engaged with by the masses, especially if you're talking about pushing content online. Um, and, and that leads into a, another great point here. I do think creativity is really intelligence at its highest uh, form. Um, but I think where a lot of people may or may not uh, get things right with creativity is not only being quote unquote creative, but matching that with storytelling or sales and marketing. Like, Cole, you can be extremely creative, but if you don't know how to properly present that in a unique or novel story, it's not going to get a lot of buy-in or engagement, right? And that's where right. people do struggle. They're like, well, my work is you know, so great, yada, yada, yada. And it may or may not be, but I think really where you can start to maybe see common themes is, well, you're not doing a great job of presenting what is the story that you're trying to share as part of your art form or the creativeness. And that too is also somewhat subjective, but I think the point still holds true where you do have the creative aspect in formulating whatever the uh, subject is or the end product. But then once you have that, how are you trying to take that and sell it or share a story? Yeah. Exactly. Communicate. That, that's a simple word uh, right there. Exactly. So that's my spiel on creativity and harnessing just the power of, you know, telling a unique story with it. Um, and, and sometimes too, it, it, it doesn't have to be per or not personal, but it doesn't have to be public. You know, maybe you just want to be creative, uh, with drawing, writing, and you don't have to share that with the world, but I'm talking in the context of you and I, with our partnership here with the digital media company that we've established, you know, we have to be very creative with how we are packaging up and sharing content and presenting that story or communicating that story. And I think that's where we're going to end up setting ourselves apart from many of the players in the digital slash podcasting space. Dun, dun, dun. Amen, brother. Amen. Fist bump, air fist bump, man. Feeling good. You got me fired up on that. Um, yeah, I, I think there's one other point. I, I take notes as we, we talk through some of this stuff. It's just, again, just how my brain processes things. When we're talking about being creative in like a work setting, I think I'll end it on this. Like you can package things up with multiple different recommendations or solutions, which essentially is just consulting 101. So using kind of your story, you know, you could have come to your client saying like, hey, we can do this option. And maybe it's the only option. Or you can come to them saying, hey, you've got option one, two, and three. And again, I'm oversimplifying things. But then you can kind of share the pros and the cons of each of those options. 
and you might be able to sprinkle in your own bias or try to influence them based on what you think may or may not be the right option to go with, but then you let, you know, your client ultimately make that final decision. Um, so I think, again, that is a way to be creative and package up creative solutions and then allow, you know, your client to make that, that final decision. And where you really can excel is not only packaging up, hey, here are your options, or here's the strategy. That's another word that you could, you know, throw out there with these quote unquote options. But if you can also share with them a way to execute that strategy or those options, then it's game over. A lot of times people are like, yeah, we got this great idea, this great solution, but no one can then come to the table with, well, how do we actually implement it? Right. And that's where you start to set yourself apart as, Hey, not only do I have this great recommendation or solution, again, whatever words you want to choose there, but I also know how you can implement it. That is going to truly set you apart. I was going to say, you just made me think of a, I'm going to give a little sales, sales tip, a little sales hack. Let's hear it. Uh, you, you hit, you hit something that I do. And I learned this back in Osel and telecom is like you, when you're, when you're in sales, just in general and you're, yeah, and, and it's a competitive environment. And you're trying to close a deal or win a deal, really sell your solution. Mm -hmm. The best thing you can do is come up with like really three is like a magic number because four is kind of too many, two is kind of not enough. So three, right? Three tips of the triangle. You have option A, option B, option C. What you do then, if you've got your client's ear, your prospect's ear, is you're making them compete within the triangle. Yep. So you've got them in your, your coal triangle and you're making them compete. They're not comparing your, your, your one solution to the other vendor or other salesperson's one solution. They're competing your solution A to your solution B to your solution C. So now you're competing with yourself. If you can give somebody more options, especially like you don't want to have too many when I'm too little, but that's like, I mean, that's something I do all the time. Right when I know I'm close, when I know I've really got somebody's ear, I'm gonna give them enough enough ideas and whittle it down to about three. So that way they're not trying to go shop because they're like, oh, I already got multiple options from my vendor. I've got multiple options. It, it doesn't matter that they're all from me. So the answer is, if I pick A, I go with coal. If I get B, I go with coal. And if I pick C, I go with coal. And I'm telling you, like anybody that's in sales, you can do that. You're going to close so much more business. You will literally your sales. I, I you can quote me on this. You'll you'll see probably fifty percent increase in sales if you can give your customer three options, and you have their ear and you've done your job with the discovery and all that stuff, dude. They, they it, then it's like you. Can, I don't care which one you say yes to. You know, I might be biased towards one, but you whatever you decide to go with, you're going with me. Amen. Um, that's a, it's a great sales tactic right there. Um, you made me think of that when you said that. No, I, I love it. I appreciate you, uh, sprinkling that in. Well, I know you're burning both ends of the candle and, uh, I want to respect your time. So I say we wrap it on up. Do want to say thank you as always to anyone tuning on into our conversations. Cole is continuing to kick ass and recruit and bring some awesome names on our podcast. Uh, if you tune back into uh, last week's episode, we had a great 
uh, guest speaker on, Scott Jacobs, talking to us about angel investing. Cole's building out a pipeline of great guests coming up here as we start to think about March and April. So again, kind of tooting your own or tooting your horn here, Cole. Thank you for, for bringing on awesome guests. We're excited for what's to come and uh, continue to support us. Anything else you'd share Absolutely. there, Cole? Dude, thank you. Thank you, Hayden. Awesome, awesome way to end it. I'll say, uh, yeah, Scott, Scott was phenomenal. And we actually have another guest going on next week. So be watching out for, I think, 74, 75. What are we on now? Yeah, I think that would be this. The one that we're filming right now is 74. So that'd be 75 then. 75. We got a, a serial entrepreneur. He started his entrepreneurship career journey back in college. Went to the Miami uh, Miami University in Oxford, Ohio, uh, and I'm not going to name drop yet, but you guys are going to want to tune into that because he's got a really, really interesting story. Oh, you got me fired up. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning on in, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Take care. Thank you.